Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Vibrant Life Podcast. Today is a little different. Today, I want to talk with you a little bit about my brand new book, Conviction in the Chaos, Seven Keys to Thriving in This Crazy World. I wasn't sure that I was ever going to write a book. I I had it kind of as a bucket list item, but um, over the course of the past few years, I decided, you know what? It's it's time. I want to spend some time writing a book. And so uh, this focus is is thriving and living with conviction in the midst of personal chaos, world chaos, the things we see on TV, and, and really how you and I can thrive even when the people around us aren't thriving. And so um, I decided to spend some time kind of diving into this topic and, and really excited to share it with you uh, and want to kind of talk about it a little bit uh, this morning or this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. Um, kind of the backstory of conviction in the chaos. Um, I was writing a sermon series. This would be uh, like spring, late spring of 2021. I'm, I'm writing a sermon series called Conviction in the Chaos. Uh, it's all about the life of Elijah. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing that. But in the midst of that, I'm really going through a lot of personal chaos and professional chaos. Um, if you remember, obviously we all remember, that's kind of the timing when, uh, you know, that, that year, that's the COVID year. Uh, we had just gone through a full year of COVID and the ups and downs that, that came with that. And, and in the spring of 2021, our church was going through a difficult season. Uh, we, uh, we had several wonderful individuals, wonderful families, uh, decide it was best for them to, to part ways with our church and, and leave our church. And, and that always stings as a pastor. And it really stings when it's like one after another, after another, after another. It's like, my word, just stop the bleeding. Uh, we had... I would say over the course of that year, about 50, easily 50% of our church, uh, pre-COVID version, uh, left and, and really never came back. Maybe came back a little bit, but um, never really came back over the course of that year. We had 75%, believe it or not, 75% of our pre-COVID income, so like 2019 donations, um, 75% of that that was represented um, was now gone. Um, and so it was really a season like, what in the world? What are, we, what are we supposed to do here? And so it caused a lot of anxiety. It caused a lot of uh, frustration, just a ton of emotions. And um, I just so happened to be in the middle of writing a sermon series, Why You Should Have Conviction in Your Chaos. And I'm like, maybe I should pay attention to this. And so what I started to see in, in the life of Elijah was... Uh, it was, it was different aspects of his life that were kind of rising to the surface that, that I needed to apply to my life. Not things that, that I just needed to preach about and you needed to apply to your life, but, but things like, wait a second, there's, there's something here that, that I really need to start living because right now it, it feels in different reasons and different levels, it feels like I'm living in chaos. And so um, I began to focus on that, and I began to to apply these things to my life to try to not only help my anxiety and help my overwhelm, but but help me live with conviction. When I'm seeing all these things on TV, whether it's uh, COVID stuff at the time, or whether it's political stuff, or or just the the tragedies we see on television or social media, but also what we experience every day. Um, you know, there, there's so much chaos that we go through individually that that no one knows about. Right? As a pastor, I get a, I get a small window into some of those if somebody's willing to actually come and, and share. And um, I mean, the level of chaos that we have uh, is often unrelenting. You know, we, we all have a story. 
we all have struggles. Sometimes it's shared with other people, you know, anxieties caused by things we're going through collectively. Other times it's things we're going through just us and we're having to, to navigate that. And so um, I really began to see these things rise to the surface. Seven, seven things, seven specific things. One is uh, stand, all right? Stand against sin. Um, that's not always easy. We like to point out sin and other people, but we see in the life of Elijah uh, the importance of standing against sin, both individually and um, collectively, as a nation, as a community. We're going to stand against sin. We see Elijah show love. That's the second one. So we have stand and we have love. Love people that are hard to love. Love people that don't necessarily love you back. Um, one of the most famous stories in the life of Elijah is, is he's, he's raising a child from the dead. He's, he's blessing a woman with food. And, and this family was not an Israelite family. And we see Elijah extend overwhelming love to people that, that believe different, that operated different, um, that, that wouldn't be in line with all of the things that, um, that the people of Israel would believe, yet he was showing love. The third one is remember. Remember your true identity. Identity is a hot topic right now, and it has been over the past few years. Um, and what we see in, in the, the book of 1 Kings and in the life of Elijah is this incredible example of, of a reminder of who you are. Okay, so the, the scene, you remember the scene where where Elijah's getting ready to call down fire from heaven. It's incredible. We'll get to it in a second. But the first thing he does is he sets up 12 stones around this altar, right? Now, now we read things like that, and we don't think much of it, okay? 12 stones, okay, whatever. Those are, those are 12 stones. That's specific. That's 12 stones to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. You see, in the midst of this chaos and, and these other gods and, and all these other influences, um, he's reminding the people of Israel, don't forget who you are. You're the people of God. And so we see this reminder to, to remember, remember our true identity. Um, the world is trying to tell us who we are, and the world's trying to point us in a thousand different directions. And, and God is reminding us, no, you're, you're my child. Uh, and so we kind of go with that, and we see that that's the, uh, the true identity. Um, then we talk about expecting God to move. You have any situations that are overwhelming right now? Uh, you have any situations that are, maybe it's medical, maybe it's relational, maybe it's financial. It's like, I don't know, I don't know how I'm supposed to make it through this situation. Uh, we see with Elijah an example of, of praying with expectation, praying, like expecting God to move in mighty ways. And so uh, I really want to encourage us in this book to, to pray with a little different level of expectation. Um, and then we talk about trust. Uh, we talk about trust, trust in God's presence to provide uh, the healing that we need, that, that God's presence is what we need. We see this picture. When we think of Elijah, maybe if you know much of his story, you think like this mighty prophet, but there's a scene where, where Elijah is wanting to end it all. Like he's, he's wanting his, his life to end. He is flat overwhelmed. He's scared. He's tired. He's exhausted. Um, he's full of emotion and he wants it all to end. Uh, but we see that that reminder that when God is with us, man, it changes everything. And so, if you're in a season right now where where you're kind of tired and you're you're like you've had enough, like are you kidding me? More, more of this, and and like I've, I'm done with all of this. We see in the life of Elijah uh, this example of just trusting in the presence of God to bring a supernatural healing. Healing, and so um, 
want to want to kind of encourage you to dive into that. And then we see another one, and it's empower others. Uh, we see this this delegation happen in Elijah, where uh, he's empowering other believers, other other followers of God, and and other people that aren't followers of God uh, to do things and to fulfill the mission of God. And so, um, I know for me as a leader, and I, I have this natural lean to just do it all. And and man, I've no one can do it as good as me, so I'm going to do it all. Uh, but man, we're we're really limiting the effectiveness of our of our ministry of our life. We're really causing this level of overwhelm that doesn't have to be there, uh, because we see this picture in Scripture of of delegation, uh, the Scripture of of empowering other people, and so we see in the life of Elijah that he does just that. Um, and then then we see this 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 final one where we live with an eternal perspective. Uh, we live different. We function in a different way. Than the people around us. And um, Elijah has this crazy ending kind of to his life uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, but you see this, this picture, he's pointing to Christ uh, and, and, and living with a different perspective. And how might it change your life if today you begin to live with an actual like eternal perspective that, that, that what we're experiencing right now at work, at home, in the overwhelm of our day-to-day, what if this wasn't the only reality? Yeah, what would it look like to actually live with an eternal perspective? And so um, those are the quick seven keys that we go through, seven things that are are um, are really going to be game changers in us thriving in the midst of our crazy world. Uh, seven things that we see in the life of Elijah, seven things that we see showcased in the life of Christ, and I believe seven things that if we begin to, to live these out, uh, man, they can be game changers for our family, for our character, for our integrity, for our walk with Jesus for our community, they can really make a massive difference. And so I want to encourage you to check out the book, Conviction in the Chaos, Seven Keys to Thriving in This Crazy World. Uh, We'll have a link to purchase. It's just going to be on Amazon. We'll have a link to purchase in the show notes. Um, You can also go on Amazon and look up Conviction in the Chaos and and, and find it there. I would love to have you check it out. Uh, I I do believe uh, that it can be a blessing to us if, if right now you're going through some chaos you're overwhelmed or or you know someone that's just having it's one thing after another after another after another um, i believe this book allows us a chance to kind of slow down and see that god is still at work in our life that he is paying attention and that he has great plans for us and so if we can instill these seven things in our life we're going to see the the blessings of that we're going to see the fruit of that and so i want to encourage you Check out the book, Conviction in the Chaos, Seven Keys to Thriving in This Crazy World. I would love to have you check it out. Thanks for uh, uh, hanging out with me. Thanks for uh, listening to a little bit about what this book is is all about and, and kind of the backstory of it. Um, if you have any questions or any comments, uh, be sure to, to email me or, or, or check out our website. We're going to have some information on the book on our website. Uh, but really just excited about the upcoming book. And so uh, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on a little more normal-type episode.